This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at the life and times of Tony Warner, a great man in Australian motorsport who passed away last weekend. I hope you stay with us to find out more. It is with great sadness last weekend that we learned of the death of Tony Warriner. He had been suffering cancer for some time and died in Camden Hospital. In 2010, I had the opportunity, along with Alan Edwards, the editor of Motorsport Legends, to sit down with Tony Warriner and discuss his life in motorsport on the eve of his final involvement with the V8 Supercar Series. He had started the Smash Repairs team some 40 years earlier. He was a straight-talking man who didn't mind giving you his full and frank opinion. RMA Insurance's main aim when we, when we join forces through their Jumpstart Careers program that we encourage young apprentices, particularly at high school and uh, that sort of level, to, uh, to look at the automotive repair industry as a, uh, as a future career. And uh, fortunately, we've had a lot of success with apprentices in that area. And I suppose in the time we've been doing this, we've probably uh, put, um, I would estimate, about 3,000 apprentices through the scheme. But basically, that was the idea of the system. It wasn't just to go to race meetings and have a yippy time and repair cars. It was to train young people how to repair cars and how to repair cars that normally they wouldn't repair. And have you seen a lot of those guys go on to um, become mechanics with race teams and that sort of thing? There's a few gone on to join race teams, yes. There are a few that have done that. There are others that have uh, been very successful in business and own their own workshops. Um, there's a few, of course, that have said, well, I've, I've learnt that trade and uh, I'll go on to other things. But they've always got that trade in the background. But it's interesting, you, yeah, not just walking away cold, you've actually been looking at how you can keep apprentices getting involved in teams like what you did last year and again this year with getting them embedded into the teams? Well, the, the, idea, the concept was, was a number of reasons. One was to get the young apprentice involved in the automotive repair industry. And two, because it's such a, a, a long course at the moment, was to encourage him and give him some uh, excitement in the industry to finish the course. And this, if you like, was the excitement part. And then the third and probably the most important part of it all was when he finished to stay in the industry and become part of the industry and work in the industry. And that's basically the development of the, what we were trying to do with the young apprentices. And so is that work going to continue in some way? Or? Uh, well, NRMA, are going, NRMA Insurance are going to continue that work. Uh, you talk to my colleague sitting right there and he'll tell you how he's now going to do it, but they've... Uh, they, they're just going to change direction, if you like. Uh, but yes, it's going to continue because the trade still needs repair people. You can tell people whatever you like about motor cars. You know, you can have all the safety regulations in the world. You can build as many roundabouts as you like. You can do whatever you like. Uh, you can make it zero alcohol content. People will still crash cars. The thing you've got to do is work with the material that they build the cars from and learn how to repair it. I mean, a car today is completely built different to what it was 30 years ago. 30 years ago, they were made of real steel. Today, they're made of pretend steel. 
and half of the car today is plastic. Yeah. So we go away from repairing uh, metal body parts to learning how to repair composite body parts. But you've also got to look at the fact that the replacement costs now um, are so cheap that quite often it's easier just to unbolt, bolt on, unbolt, bolt on. The repair industry, um, really, uh, there's not a lot of repair work still in the business. You've still got to be straightened out so that the new parts will fit, but they don't do a lot of work on repairing panels so much as repairing the car. Can you talk about when you fronted up at Warwick Farm and all of a sudden you said, well, we've got all this gear here and we're going to let apprentices repair your Pride and Joy race car. i got news for you. When we fronted up at Warwick Farm, we had an oxy welding set, we had an electric generator, we had a car and a trailer, and that was it. And how were you received? <laughs> well, it, it, it started because the, the company I work for sponsored a race car, and that was CIG, and the guy that drove the car, which was Jeff Leeds... Uh, kept getting requests for welding equipment. So he came back to CIG and said, we need to take some welding equipment to Warwick Farm. And that's, that's virtually what we started out with. We only started out doing welding gear. It wasn't until we started going to Bathurst, which was about uh, probably six, five, six years later, that we joined up with apprentices and started doing panel beating and welding and everything else. And if you like, the formation of what is now the Smash Repair Team. And when did it become national and how did it become national? Well, it became national because Tony Warren had a heart transplant and needed something to do, I suppose, you could put it that way. Um, and uh, NRMA decided that they wanted to get involved in all the states because their training program was in all states. So it would be about... Um, yeah, 2003 somewhere about there that uh, we went uh, we went national including New Zealand um, and that's where we've now still going we uh, we did the Chinese round which um, I guess the less said about that the better um, but we haven't been to the Middle East or any of those because um, they, our funds just didn't stretch that far you said earlier that um V8 supercars have almost outgrown you, if you like. Is that would that be a, a fair statement that they now spend a lot more time in house repairing their own cars, and you don't see us? Well, they don't need us because everything's bolt on, bolt off. Right. Yeah, so they just do it in their own pit. Uh, I mean, we did the BOC car at Bathurst simply because it uh, it had it had a bend in an area of the car which they couldn't bolt on and bolt off. But when they bend the front rails, they just unbolt the rail and put a new rail on. When they bend the guard, they just throw the guard away. When they do the doors, they just—it's—it's it's all take off and throw away stuff. And and quite a lot of it, remember now, is is composite. Yep. So it's all, as I say, technology has moved on. It's That's it. Technology moves on, and um, the uh, the events will still go on as long as I guess. The future of the of the racing, as far as I'm concerned, is what, what Ford and Holden do. It, it was only going to take one of those two categories to say, that's it, we're not doing it anymore, uh, and you've got no V8 supercar racing as such, unless you run a one-mark category, and no one's going to go and see that. So then they're going to have to think about whether they go backwards, or well, not backwards if you like, but change their ideas and start letting other entries in, which 
to me, isn't a bad idea. And they go back from V8s to turbo sixes, and it opens the book to all sorts of people when you start looking at turbo sixes. So the big wheel turns again. You know, we went from Group A to Group E to um, Avesco to V8 supercars. The most common thing in the world today is change. Nothing beats that. It changes every day and the system changes every day. The progress of things change every day. And, and that's, that's what's happening. And I guess uh, the change for the Smash Repair team is going to see a lot of faces not in the uh, pit lane in the future and I know uh, a lot of drivers and a lot of teams have uh, really appreciated their work and have, have said to me that they are going to miss you guys. Well, the, 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 you've got to look at the fact that the, the Utes, um, the Fujitsu series, the Minis, um, the Aussie race cars, uh, all these categories that are support categories, they've never raced without us. We've always been there. We've been there as long as those categories have been there. The only one that's virtually been, if you like, to a race meeting without us is the V8 supercars when they've gone over to the Middle East and places like that where we haven't gone. Thanks very much, Peter. Thank you very much. Okay. Tony Warren has received the Order of Australia Medal for his services to motorsport and send our best wishes and condolences to his family and the huge amount of friends. Thanks for joining us. We hope we can catch you next time on Inside Motorsport. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.